Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, and today we have a bit of a different show because as you guys who are avid Bachelor fans probably know, all the popular cast members are shooting Paradise at the moment. So they are on the beach in Mexico drinking and hooking up with each other and doing all of that. So I have um, Dahlia Karnofsky, who is a, what, how would you describe yourself? A dating expert, you're a matchmaker, you do all of these uh, things. I would say you're an expert on love. Yeah, I would say I usually go by dating coach, dating expert, um, professional wing woman. I don't really identify with the term matchmaker, but um, (laughs) that that's a part of my history. I would say. Yeah. So, what's the difference between a dating coach and a matchmaker? A matchmaker is someone who sets people up, and that is the main thing they do. And a dating coach is someone who works with people individually to be better at dating and kind of figure out what they could do better in terms of who they date, how they date, why they date, all that. So I'm more of a technique person and like a strategy and like a habits and like a Mm -hmm. sounding board. And a matchmaker is more like, you like cats, he likes cats, let's put you together. And that's not what I do. I mean, if I know people, I'll definitely put them together. But my general feeling about matchmaking is that it's kind of a spaghetti at the wall situation and you should just set up all the single people you know all the time and not worry about whether they're going to like each other because who can really predict that it's true that's so true and i think so much of dating especially modern day dating in la doing it's so much about your own inner psychology of like how you feel about yourself and what you think what your approach is how you're going into your dates and i really think like your approach can change the game for you. I don't think it's just like luck and like the true love of your life will fall into your lap. Like speaking of your, that's not what the bachelors do. Is it? They go and they like strategize and they go after it and they decide they're really ready and they want it. And I think that dating requires the same kind of like rigor as like going after your dream career, going after your dream body or whatever it is, like you would apply technique. Why would you not do the same when it comes to dating? Oh, that's so true. And I, now you're like, you're like hitting me in all these different places. I'm like, oh, we need to talk offline. (laughs) I have issues. But um, aside from that, so was this the first episode of The Bachelor you've watched, or at least this season was this the first episode you watched? No. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't I'm not a professional. This is research for me. This is very important. I watch every single episode. Oh, you do? You do? I didn't well, Of course know. I do. What do you, who do you think I am? Well, because I could see as someone who is an expert and professional in this field that you could see the bachelor slash bachelorette as, as like not a good representation of how people should be dating. Or do you not well, feel that way? Not, it's definitely not how people should be dating, but it is very illuminating to me about how people do date and how they approach dating. And I, you know, I see a lot of my points proved correctly when I watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Um, My personal favorite is Bachelor in Paradise because I think that's actually the real right way is like just putting a bunch of random people together and seeing what happens rather than like these 70 guys are here for this one girl, which is just crazy. 
but no, I think it's extremely informative. I think it's interesting. And I also have to know kind of what uh, the women and the men of the world are being exposed to when it comes to dating, similar to romantic comedies have ruined dating for a lot of people. I think The Bachelor probably has a similar effect in many ways. Um, and I also think there's a lot to be learned from it and from the decisions people make on it and kind of what always seems to win out over other things. I think there's a lot of information there. So I actually, I pretty religiously watch most dating shows. Oh, okay. Well, then this will be easy and this will be perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so, all right, then let's let's just get right into it because I had written out a whole little, I was like, all right, well, here's Luke P's backstory. Like, this is what oh, happened. Oh, thank blah, you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but um, we can just jump right into it. The man of the hour for several, several, several hours. And I'm kind of sick of talking about him, but I, but I think this is actually a good episode to have you on for yeah, because I sure. think now we can kind of dig into the psychology behind Luke P because I feel like everyone is just kind of talking about like, Oh, like, like he's a sociopath. Like he sucks. Get him out of here. Like no one likes Luke P. I have not talked to one person who likes him, but I do think he is, while he is like gaslighty and abusive to Hannah, I, like people don't wake up like that and just become that way, right? Like there's a psychology of kind of what is going on with him. And I think he has a lot of complications with his relationship with his faith and his, I, I don't know. I just think he's probably an interesting person to dissect because I don't know why he's acting like this. Like, I think he's so, he's self-sabotaging so much. Like she clearly was very interested. Like he was a front runner. And I guess I think kind of still is. They had a very strong initial connection. And then ever since that moment, he has just been self-sabotaging what could have maybe been a decent relationship and grown. Why is he doing this? <laughs> Tell me, what do you I, think about this? I don't, I don't, I actually don't think he is self-sabotaging. I think he's actually doing everything right. And he's being really smart about it without even realizing that's what he's doing. What? Okay, this is such a hot take and I need to hear more. <laughs> well, I just think like, I mean, yeah, he almost went home, yeah. but he also came back. Like he thrives off of the drama. He loves the drama. He doesn't have anything in him but drama. I'm not saying, I do think he's gaslighty. I do think he's emotionally manipulative and probably abusive and would be abusive if they got together, which is not something that I would say lightly. Um I think, you know, one thing I was thinking about when I was watching this one is I was like, it is so much scarier when guys fight than when girls fight for some reason because violent tendencies come out and yeah. tempers come out. And while a woman can have a temper, and that's not to say a woman can't be abusive and have a bad temper and that's not horrible, but obviously, like, it's a little scarier with men because they're bigger and stronger, generally speaking. Right. Um, and it's just kind of more how they're taught to deal with their emotions. Mm -hmm. I, but I just think he, like, I had a boyfriend like this. I recognize, I recognize it. And I, you know, I think it's a very common thing for women as young as Hannah to be into this and intrigued by this and to have this, quote, struggle between their heart and their mind where they're just like, I, my heart wants this, but my mind says this. And I'm like, girl, Listen to your mind. Listen well, to your mind. But you can't really teach a 24-year-old that. I went through a similar experience when I was 30. Full disclosure, I'm 35 now. Mm -hmm. um, when I was 30, I fell for this shit. So we all fall for it. We've all been through it. What it is is this person who makes it feel like it's so hard 
to be with them. It's so dangerous. It's such a struggle. It's such a choice. It's so fraught. And it's just like, by choosing to be with you, I'm going against everything I believe in and everything I would normally do and everything I know is right and everything my brain is saying. And like, that is so fucking sexy. Sorry, am I allowed to swear? No, yeah, you're allowed to swear. That is totally fine. (laughs) That is sexy to us because unfortunately we grow up watching and reading and learning these things where it's like the bad boy, the boy you're not supposed to want. Love is fraught. Love is hard. Love is dramatic. You can't take love if you can't take some hardship. And like, while I won't say like love is always like a walk in the park, I also have learned over the years that like when love is that hard, it's not the right person. Doesn't mean it's not love, but it's not the right person for you. Like love, that old cliche is true. Love is not everything. Love is not enough. So you can love someone very much, but there's so much more that goes into having an actually good relationship than I just love them and I feel drawn to them. Like we could be drawn to a million people in our lifetime. Not all of them are the right person to end up as your partner. And that's a very different thing. And she's just very much in the 24-year-old headspace. So is he of like this drama and this pain and these tears, but then we make out so hard and it feels so good. And I don't know, I'm so torn. Like it feels so good to go through that. And it feels... We associate that feeling with real love. We're like, oh, this must mean it's real because it just feels so hard and the highs are so highs and the lows are so lows and oh, and I don't want it to feel nice and pleasant and safe, which you learn when you're 35, you do actually want. Right. But when you're in your 20s or just not that experienced or whatever it is, you haven't been through this yet, you think that that is a sign of real love and it's not, but I think they both think that. And I think they're both like, this isn't working, but it must be because when we make out, it's so good. And I liked you from the beginning. So how can I not like you now? And it's like, they're both just young and immature. And I think it's really, really working for him. And I fear it's going to take her down the wrong. I mean, it already has taken her down the wrong path, but I hope she doesn't end up there, but she might. Well, but that's what I don't, I mean, I, I, I mean, I I agree with every single thing that you said. And I think especially in real life, people stay in situations like that, that they they in their mind know are probably not good for them, but it it feels so good and it's passionate. and, And they're also very afraid of either being alone or that like something this strong and passionate could not happen somewhere else in a healthier setting. So people stay there. What I don't get is in someone like Hannah's situation who has all like, it's like, Hannah, you're not going to be alone. If you cut off Luke P like you have all these other guys that are beautiful men who are all so into you and you have strong connections with other people. That's what I don't get is why, like, cause I do get staying in a, in a unhealthy situation because we're all, we're all afraid of being alone. And that, that, that break can be really scary. I don't see how she can keep staying when it's like, 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 girl, have you seen Tyler C? Like, come on. I actually think he'll probably be one of two people that will end up with her. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah top contender for sure. Hot. But I want him to not end up with her so I can end up with him. No, no, you so should end up with so him. He's very hot. But I think the point is, it's just so cliche. It's so obvious, but it's yeah. like, the thing you can't have. It's the thing you're not supposed to have. It's the thing that everyone says is bad. Don't do it. Don't want it. If it weren't for her also being super sexually attracted to him, she would have kicked him out like anybody else. Like she kicked everybody else out. But she's got the factor of she's super attracted to him. They have this instant connection, which people hold on to that instant connection, chemistry, spark, fireworks thing, like nobody's business way past when they should be still holding on to that when the relationship is completely tanked. And they're still like, but 
when I saw him, I just knew he was my husband. I'm like, okay, but now you know he's not. So like, let it go. But right. she had that at the beginning. Then she has, I shouldn't, but I, I don't know why I want to, but I can't, but everyone's telling me not to. He's the bad guy. Like he's the piece of chocolate cake I'm not supposed to have. Yeah. And she has to keep him around because everyone else just makes it a little too easy for her. They're like, I'm sweet, I'm caring, I'm kind. And no offense to 20-year-olds, people in their 20s, but that is not the time really in your life when you understand that like safe, comfortable, consistent, happy, healthy love is love. You still associate that with like boring, trapped, like not exciting enough, must not be true love, doesn't give you those butterflies every single day kind of thing. Right. And, and like, it's just this strong association we have that like true love is when you feel these explosive fireworks, even though guaranteed that's the kind that fizzles out the fastest and the kind that's like consistent and safe and warm and wonderful just grows over time. Sure. And that's like the old couples you see who are like, I love her more every day. Like I used to wonder like, how is that possible? Because everyone I've ever been with was obsessed with the beginning and then I hate them. Yeah. And it's possible when you start being with someone who's actually like kind and good to you and treats you well and you have a spark with, and then the attraction grows over time. Like Luke P and she, if they were in the real world, would fizzle out in like six months from like jealousy and fights and whatever else. But him against all these really sweet guys, he's refreshing. He's different. Yeah. No, that's so – I didn't see it in that way. You're so right in that – I don't even know how to put it into words. I feel like he, I feel like everyone is just focusing on like, like what's wrong with Luke P like Luke P's a psycho Luke P this. And it's when you think of it, just you take like a a step back and look at it as like, it's not just about Luke P it's about Hannah and Luke P and like, why is that different and standing out from Mm -hmm. all of these other relationships? And yeah, you put, you honestly, like you took the words out of my mouth, the words I didn't even know I needed to to say. Well, and everyone too, I would say more than Luke P is self-sabotaging, everyone who's focusing on him is self-sabotaging because they're letting it be about him. And the more they're like, he's bad, Hannah. Don't like him, Hannah. Don't even look at him, Hannah. He's bad. The more she's like, but but, but I don't know my heart. Like, I just want to look at it. It's like, that's not your heart. That's just like your little inner, your inner self-saboteur who's like, but don't you want the thing that you're not supposed to have, which we all have and we all do in different ways. And so the guys are just kind of making it easier for her to go there. I felt so bad for her when the guys really do, well, not all of them, but I think most of them really are caring more about Luke and what Luke's doing. And like, if Luke's staying around, then, then actually getting to know her. Like, I do feel bad. Like, she seemed so sad last night and she's like, no one even asked me anything about me. And I'm like, oh, Hannah, I would ask about you. It's a very kind of like primal, I think like alpha male thing rather than be like, okay, there's this woman I want. What can I do more to get her? They think there's this woman I want and there's this other person standing between us. So let me focus on getting him out of the way. Right, right. Yeah, so instead of being like, let me focus on my relationship with her, their alpha male base instinct is let me get this other guy away from her. Let me kill and destroy this competitor. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that, like, that's not how it works in this situation. They're just putting more attention on him. Yeah. And I think Chris Harrison did say something smart, which was, like, they're all upset that he's getting your attention, so that's why they're mad at him. And it's true. They feel like they're slipping, they're losing, he's getting all this attention, negative or positive. So they're just trying to fight for it. 
understand how that's frustrating. Like you see someone who you have deemed a bad person, bad guy, bad for this. Like that is frustrating to see someone that you don't like and not understand why the person you do like likes them and not you. But obviously like those things can sometimes not be explained in, in logical ways, but. Although at the same time, and this will not be a popular opinion, <laughs> I know what he did wrong. I know, I don't think he's a good person. I don't think they would be a good couple for many other reasons, like his weird faith stuff, his obvious anger issues, all that. Yeah. But in this last episode, I felt a little like he was being bullied. Like, I felt like he couldn't have done anything right at that point. And that, they kept being like, well, if you just told us, if you just hadn't lied, we wouldn't even be mad. And I was like, yeah. that's not true. They were so nitpicky on like, well, you said you weren't going to talk about anyone. And then in passing, you mentioned three people's names. And it's like, dude, shut up. Like, yes. who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? They're I mean, like little babies. And it's very unappealing. I know. But, but on the bright side, I feel like the guys that I like the most this season that I think do have like good connections with Hannah and could be good for her, we're not involved in any of this shit. It's like yeah. these randos, like yes. Garrett. Like Exactly. I, Garrett pisses me off as much as Luffy at this point. I think well, I didn't even know who Garrett was until neither. last night. And this is, that was his goal. He was like, I'm going to be the dude that like really gets Luke P because I hate him. He's never once had a connection with Hannah. They've never had a good conversation. I think he's not even attractive. His hair is way too tall. He's He's like a little punk. And he was just like, how can I get in there? And then he was like, well, this is all my fault. I should tell her. And then he didn't tell her and he didn't tell anyone. And he just was like, cool. I skated by. And I just find his face annoying. And I'm like, you both can leave. You should have both left, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Yeah, he's he's still around, right? He got a rose. Yeah, he's still around. And apparently, according to the sneak peek, they're going to go naked bungee jumping and Luke Peace. Oh, gonna- that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the Bachelor yeah. makes people do a lot of weird things, but naked bungee jumping is, well, I think bungee jumping in general, I would never do. Like, I, I will, if I was ever on The Bachelor, I would never go skydiving. I would never do the bungee jumping. Like, there's a lot of things I would not do. And But naked bungee jumping, that's like. Yeah. It kind of seems almost like they're doing it to piss people off at that point. Like, they're yeah. just like. How can we, because they, I mean, let's be honest too. Let's talk about the real, real, which is like the producing team. Obviously, Uh Luke P is the bad guy. We're highlighting him. And once the drama calms, that's not going to be interesting. So we have to stir it up again, you know? Yeah. Well, even the fact that, so so she, she actually technically eliminated him. And then you, we have these shots of him like wandering through the forest and then he comes back. It's like, he wouldn't have been able to come back if someone didn't tell him it was okay to come back. Do you know what I mean? Like she said, I sent you home, please respect this. And some producer was like, Oh no, 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 like it's fine. I even wonder if she had like some sort of freak out after. And if they were like, well, would it be okay? Cause I feel like to an extent it's, I mean, I do think it's her real feelings. And then to an extent, I think they kind of are like, you know, there's rules and then there's rules that we can bend according to how you're feeling. So I wonder if like he left and then she was crying or something. And then they were like, well, what if he wants to come back? And she might be like, well, I don't know. Cause she was like a little uncertain and then yeah. maybe told him it was okay or something like that. You know, it's like, she obviously still wanted him there in some way or else she would have just told him to leave. But also I think they really like the drama and like playing up his bad guy-ness. Oh, for sure. I mean, he, he's going to be around for a long, long, long time. Yeah. Although it looks like, I mean, at least the way they made it look was that at some point she sends him home 
and flicks him off. And then maybe he comes back with an engagement ring because he just can't take no for an answer. Which is psycho. Well, yeah, because I'm assuming that when they have that conversation about sex, it's around the fantasy So that's like at least final three, final four situation. Although he also looked mad about the naked bungee jumping and like that looked like that was going to make him bring it up. Oh, yeah, I guess maybe beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I guess we don't know. We can't read too much into it because do you remember last season when there was that whole season the whole scene in a promo with Colton standing there with an engagement ring and like that never happened (laughs) they put put fake scenes in the promos to throw you off too so you can't even read too much into them well and I get mad when they give away too much because I really like to be able to predict what I think is going to happen I wish Mike I wish I believed that he's going to be there at the end but he's not but I love it I feel I feel kind of bad because he it, he does um, he's really popular. A lot of people really really like him, and he is very sweet. He's a he's a little bit older, so he seems like yeah. he has more of like he's had more life experience. He's had dating experience. He has like I think more of a sense of just like who he is and what he wants. But unfortunately, I don't think Hannah is that. Like I think she really likes him as a friend and enjoys yeah. spending time with him. But there is not that kind of like spark and chemistry yeah. that I see. Yeah. Between I'll her. take him. I mean, I'm not single, but I would take him. He's hot. <laughs> I would take Mike too. Well, everyone's saying Mike for Bachelor, which I think maybe could be. Ooh, a good that's what I'm hoping. I was thinking that too. I was like, are we going to do that? That would be great. I would watch that. Yeah, no, for sure. I think he'd be a great Bachelor. So I think Mike, Mike will be okay in the end. If it's not with Hannah, like Mike will oh, either yeah. go on the, to be the Bachelor or he will like go on Bachelor in Paradise and be like a really hot commodity. And just, it's just kind of crazy to me that like once these people are on this show, they are like, uh, they now have membership into this world of like yes. hot, beautiful influencer, rich people that they can now date. Have you ever tried to be on it? I feel like you should. Uh, my mom actually really wants me to go on the show. <laughs> I one time in a moment of weakness, like half applied online, but I never submitted a video or anything. Why not? You could be like the smart, quirky girl with the Bachelor podcast. Oh, I know. I feel like they just use me as like a joke, like like the girl who comes on like the first episode and is like, "Huh, yeah. all about you guys," because I have a podcast. Even so, don't you want entrance into that world? And then you can date Tyler C and Mike P. <laughs> okay. How I many think- people are in the demographic where they can try and they're single and they're interested and they have a good head on their shoulders? I think you should do it. You're not wrong. I this is, is something I have. This is an idea I have flirted with. I am just two things. I, I'm very nervous about like doing all of that and like signing up and like you buy all the dresses and you pack your bags and then I get sent home night one. And I just think that's like national public embarrassment that I'm too scared for. And, or I like will be that girl who like gets kind of too drunk and like makes a fool of herself on TV. Also public embarrassment. I'm learning a lot about you and why you're single right now. <laughs> Wait, um, tell me. We don't have to get super into it on this podcast, but I want to hear it. Like, give me the log line of what you think. Well, just from, just from this encounter, I think that you're just too afraid of putting yourself out there and getting hurt and possibly embarrassed and rejected, which newsflash is a reality in real dating and TV dating. Both happen. Um, and you just have to kind of be willing to take the leap like you said, you won't go skydiving. You won't go bungee jumping. That's fine because those things are scary. Those are but scary. <laughs> like the kind of thing that can't kill you. Like if you went on The Bachelor and you got dumped the first night, you were still there. No one like remembers those people enough to make fun of them. But then they could reappear on Bachelor in Paradise. They can go to all the parties, the clubs. You can meet the other people and be like, ha yeah, I was dumped the first night. But I was really just there to get into the world. Whatever, that's fine. And I think you're just protecting yourself too much as if, 
the safety of not going on The Bachelor makes dating any easier and less scary, which it doesn't. But you love this world. You're interested in it. You think you could meet cool people. You're just like standing in your own way because you're scared. Oh, you're you're very right. Like you really hit it all nose on the head. You're not. I right. mean, I think you should you should consider it. And same goes for probably your your real dating life too. I'm guessing you're like, ugh, I don't want to go on the apps. I have like one of those apps, and I, you know, I swipe around or whatever. But as soon as it comes to like, oh yeah, like let's meet up. I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> I don't yeah, want exactly. to. You don't want to put yourself out there for better or worse, but guess what? You have to, if you ever want to meet someone. That is very true. You're, you're, you're yeah. spot on. You're completely right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a lot of information for the average listener <laughs> to learn about my life, but whatever. It's fine. Um, going off of that, then mm-hmm. what do you, th- who do you think is right for Hannah or, and slash, or does Hannah, I don't think Hannah's like, ready really for marriage I think she thinks she's ready for marriage because she's from a community that probably values that and I think a lot of her friends from Alabama are are already doing like the marriage babies thing and that's what she thinks she's supposed to be doing but I don't really think she knows herself that well or like knows really I don't know I think she's a little too young to get married but I think she probably will so in which case who do you think is right for her that's gonna like bring out the best in her well a thought on the too young. I think, yes, in her world, she is not too young. However, now that she's coming out into the real world and she's leaving her town, she's obviously going to now live in Los Angeles and do these type of things. And she's also discovering like the world and sexuality. And she had drag queens on the show. Like, I think she's just beginning her journey of becoming like a real grown up woman. So I think, yeah, probably the Hannah that would have stayed in Alabama would be ready to get married. But the Hannah who's like, now kind of finding herself in her voice is not ready to get married because then it would just be that kind of like squashed down. Like it'll be fun to be engaged and be on Instagram and stuff. But, but in terms of like a traditional marriage, I don't know that that would do it for her anymore. Maybe eventually, but, but not right now. Um, but I think if she's going to pick someone, which she obviously is, um, my front runners are Jed. Yeah. Although I personally think he's too much of like a struggling artist, kind of metrosexual person for her. <laughs> I love that you described him as metrosexual. He is though. He's like always wearing like those sweaters with the foldy neck. He needs like, like he would be with like a Kendall of less of, of Colton's. Yeah, I see that. Okay. Was it Colton? What was Kendall? Kendall was with Ari's. I don't know. Ari. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so she would, he would be with like, I just see him with like someone a little more artsy, floaty, wispy. I don't know. Um, but I do think he's a front runner and he'll be there probably till the end. Um, I think Tyler airplane pilot. Oh yeah. Oh, Peter. Sorry. His name is Peter. I always want to call him Tyler. His name is Peter. Peter airplane pilot is really sweet. And I don't think he's quite alpha enough for her, but I think he'll be there for a while. Yeah. What do you think about Jed saying that he came on for his music? Did he say that? He said that like an episode or two. Well, this is what he said. He's like, you know, I, I pursue music, blah. Um, I went on to this show, like really skeptical, and but knowing that it was a really big platform for my music. But then now after meeting you, like I am falling in love with you. I'm like, I'm here for you, blah, 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 blah. I'm fine with that. I mean, I believe him. I'm glad he was honest about it. And I also think like being a musician and kind of a romantic, he probably could have fallen in love with any beautiful woman that he was supposed to fall in love with. For sure. Um, who like doesn't fully want him. So it like hurts just enough to write a song about it. <laughs> um, so 
So I think, I think he's genuine. I think he probably came on there like, oh, I'll promote my music. Like, I'm not really going to fall in love because, like, I'm a grown-up. And then he met her and was like, she's pretty cool and she's hot. And if I fall in love with her, that's so much better. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I think, I think that's okay. I'm fine that he was honest. And then I think Tyler C. I feel like there. she's going to end up with Tyler C. But I don't want her to because I need to end up mm-hmm. with Tyler C. I think... I don't think she should because I don't actually think they have much to talk about. And I think he needs a woman who's a little more like aloof and hard to get than she is. But why do okay, that's interesting. Why do you think that? Because he's like kind of a like player dickhead, you know what I mean? Like he's no, that was my first impression of him. Because of course, so like first first episode or two, I'm like, ooh, Tyler C is beautiful. Who is this Tyler C? And I go onto his Instagram and all his Instagrams are like shirtless model pics. And I'm like, oh, okay, I know who Tyler C is. (laughs) Like he is like a model who went on The Bachelorette, like he'll make it like maybe halfway, and then we'll go on paradise. And and that's who Tyler C was to me. But then he's been so sweet and like nurturing and nice with her, like especially on their one-on-one when she was like super upset and he was very calm and, you know, really supportive that my opinions of him changed. I'm like, Oh, maybe I don't know who Tyler C is. And I still don't really know. Cause like that was the last time we saw anything about Tyler C, but I don't know. I feel like he could come out and surprise us and he's just like a weird unicorn. I think if he's there, he'll stay there. And if he's given the option, sure. He'll propose. I, but I just don't see him having the earnestness or the need. Like, I agree with you. He was calm. He was sweet. He was comforting. But I can't imagine anyone not doing that. If you're on the one-on-one and she's upset and crying, any of the guys would have been like, what can I do? Let me hold you. Let me help you. Like, that was kind of, he almost got lucky to be put in that position because it showed this other side of him. And yeah. I think he's hot. And I think he's probably a good person. But I think he's too young and too hot to actually want to get married right now. And he'll be getting discovered right now by America. I just, I mean, I think, like I said, I think if he's there for the opportunity, he'll do it. He'll propose. He'll, he'll see it through to the end. And he might, he's a very much a Garrett to me of um, Garrett of Becca's season. Okay. Where I'm like, he's kind of this dude that like has never had a hard time getting women, never had an awkward phase. Like, yeah, he'll take this one, but if she dumps him, probably there's 10 others he could have. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't feel the, like, yeah. it has to be you connection. Like, I think that's why Becca was drawn to Garrett and Hannah's drawn to him, is that there's this I don't kind of need you-ness about them, similar to Luke P thing. It's like the guy who makes it a little like, yeah, sure, yeah, you're hot. Yeah, I'll make out with you. I'll put you on the bed, whatever. But, like, they don't have, like, the Jed and the Peter have this real earnestness of, like, I believe you could be the one and I want you to be and I'm old fashioned. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the day, women in their twenties respond more to alpha male assholeness. Yeah, no, you're right. But I think it should be Jedder pilot Pete. Like I think, yeah. especially when it comes to like, like Hannah's very sweet. She can be, I think Jed matches her goofiness a lot well and they can be really playful together. Um, so that's my vote I think is Jed. I think a- Jed or Peter is what it should be. And if she was fully ready and evolved and in her thirties, that's who it would be. And I think there's a strong chance that it's going to be Tyler C because he's hot and he kind of doesn't need her. And I think they'll be fine and they'll probably date for a while and then be like, Oh, like traveling was hard. And we went our separate ways. Yeah, no, that was, wow. You 
hit the nail on the head. I could be wrong. I could always be wrong. Like, I agree with you that I was a little surprised at Tyler. I feel like he's nicer than I gave him credit for, sure. but I just don't think he's in need of it as much as the other two. And I yeah, think, really, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go, but thank yeah. you so much for your time. Thank you for we really me broke it down you. with yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? What? How can people find you? Like, how can they get more wonderful advice? Like the advice you gave me. I have a podcast myself. It's called Not Your Therapist. It is a live coaching podcast. So I bring people on and coach them for an hour about their dating life and what they're doing and what they could do differently. And I give them homework. Um, so I have that. I do coach privately. My name is long and complicated, but DaliaKarnofsky.com or just Not Your Therapist podcast on Instagram. You can message us. Um, I have a single show. If you live in Los Angeles, we have a dating and comedy show called all my single friends where real live singles get in a room together. It's like the bachelor in one night. Um, but we don't make you make you do naked bungee jumping <laughs> and yeah, just kind of any relationship needs. I'm here for you. Not your therapist podcast on Instagram. Amazing. Okay. Well, definitely everyone who's listening, follow that podcast. If you want more, um, more updates. And Jackie, I'm going to stay on you to go on The Bachelor. Okay. Well, submit me. <laughs> you can, can, I, can I? Is that a thing I can do? Yeah, I think you can nominate people. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to nominate you. Ah, I don't think they – I also don't think they'll pick me because I have so much – like, I know too much about these people. But, um, but they all know. They all – I mean, like, you have to be an expert when you go on so that you can, like – kind of know what happened and like be all caught yeah. up and know what works and what doesn't. I guess. Get you on there. We'll see. Ah! Screams internally. That'd be great. Because then just think about normal dating will be so easy after that for you. I know. Well, that's just because once you're on that show, hot people just slide into your DMs. You're going to love it. Can't wait. I don't think I'm hot enough for this, but we'll oh try. God, stop. Yes, you are. We'll try. We'll try. We'll try. All right. <laughs> Okay, great. I hope we get to come back when it's Bachelor in Paradise because that's really yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I will. Bachelor in Paradise. I think they're doing it like right after the season wraps. So if if that's your forte, one hundred percent, we will. I love Bachelor in Paradise. That's where I really think you can watch it play out with the dynamics that I'm talking about with younger people and older people and what people are attracted to and why. It's very interesting. No, it is. I actually, I was reading. I won't say them on here because this is spoiler free, but I, I read some crazy spoilers about Bachelor in Paradise for this coming season. Oh so I'm pretty excited, actually. Okay, well, you have to tell me everything at another time. I, I'll email it to you. <laughs> Perfect. I, okay. No, 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 because I don't like spoilers. I like to be surprised because I like to guess myself what's going to happen. Okay. Tell me all of them at the end. Oh, okay. Perfect. I will. Because okay. I don't know if they'll say as much of it on the show because they bring up a lot of stuff that happened like outside the show and like their weird like influencer lives where they all hang out at music festivals you know what I, I mean that. oh my god it's so weird have you watched love island by the way no i don't the bachelor is the only one that i really watch well i highly recommend love island it's like bachelor in paradise on crack with english accents <gasps> love that okay yeah. i will definitely check it out highly okay thank you for having me jackie of course of course thank you come back soon of course bye right, bye Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.